All right, what's up? Welcome to this week's episode of the Comeback Conversations. I've got my man here, Corey Winninger. Winninger, I know you say it different ways. I say Winninger because I want you to win, win, win all day. Got my jacket on today. Brother's about to turn the heat up in here with you. I'm freezing today. You're probably sending some of that uh, cold water weather from Washington. But listen, for the listeners who are checking this thing out on either Spotify or wherever we put it out <clears throat> right now, Corey's been around for what, three, four years? Yeah, April of 2019. 2019 so 2022 going on five years yeah damn dude time time flies when you have to spend time with me doesn't it <laughs> yeah yeah it does there's no doubt and have to is not the right word i get to you. Oh, well sounds like something i was sell i was gonna tell myself today when i went to the gym i don't have to go to the gym i get to go to the gym just to get myself motivated and inspired um but for you listeners out there paying attention to this thing and or or for the first time, or maybe some of you guys have been listening for a while, Corey's been through a lot. He's participated in a couple comeback experiences with me. Uh, he's been through the Comeback Council, which is the coaching program. She, you've done relationship stuff. You've been on events. Now you you lead the the tech department. You're the CTO, if you will, of the company. But also, you what's unique about Corey's position is he even owns his own business at the same time. Right? So what I, what I wanted to do specifically with your episode was address and attack objections of I don't have time, right? We're gonna, I'm gonna let you share your story, but you see where I'm going with this here, right? You've got a wife, you got two kids, essentially, right? You got X amount of employees, couple different locations at the coffee ice cream place, a fucking ice cream facility or plant, right? I think where you make ice cream, plus you run this thing with me is for sure a $900 a day job, right? Yep. But Corey, before we get into that, why don't you share a little bit about where you at when you decided to click the link almost five years ago? it's kind of one of those deals where you know i i had to be honest to some extent i somewhat don't remember um just because of how much has changed and how much positive has gone that direction but you know i do remember it, as far as where i was at and what i was doing and uh you know like you said I've, i had a successful business uh, i have great kids i have a great wife all the stuff that everybody would say hey things are great on the outside um and yet i was putting myself to sleep every night with a bottle of vodka and it was just like, but my internal point was just like, why, why, why am I doing this? Why, why is this going on? Why, why on the outside would everybody say everything is fantastic, but on the inside, I felt like crap, you know, and I just felt weak and I felt lost and all of that. And so it was just a matter of, you know, for me, I just, I needed to become, I needed to understand that piece of it. And for some reason, your dang video of walking out there um, by the lake and stuff just it resonated with me. It just I listened to it and I was like, well, this crazy son of a gun, if he can figure it out, then maybe there is hope for me. Right. Maybe there is a reason for me to be able to do this stuff and, and to to get a life that I want. And, you know, control has always been the, the case for me. I, I never liked the concept of, you know, just it got to go away forever. It's, you know, you can't ever drink again. You know, all of those kind of things were, were going on. But to be honest with you, I haven't had to drink since, you know, it's just one of those things where it's not important to me anymore. So, you know, understanding that and getting to that point, you know, remembering where I was before of drinking, you know, basically a fifth of vodka a day to where today I am where I don't consume anything because I don't want to, man, it's just like night and day. And so. So what does control mean to you today, Corey? Well, control means to me is it's, it's not about the drink. It's not about the, the any of that kind of stuff control means about what what am i doing what am i thinking um how am i handling all the situations that are out there that i'm going through 
Uh, what are things that I need to deal with that I'm not dealing with? You know, that's the control that I'm looking for. I'm controlling my, my internal emotions of when I'm pissed off or when I'm upset or when I'm sad or any of that kind of stuff. Um, you know, over the, you know, over the past year and a half, I've been through a ton of different stuff with my dad passing and the, the transition in our business and different things like that. And to be able to still come out of that and feel confident within about who I am and where I'm headed was just something I didn't have five years ago. And so control truly means all of those aspects. It has zero to do with what I put into my mouth. Although there is a little bit of that when it comes to food, because because <laughs> it kind of transitions to that, you know, I love the cheeseburgers. I love the Cheetos. I love all that kind of stuff. But, you know, to be able to have that mindset to go, no, it's not where I go. Even like what you said, I get to go to the gym. You know, it's like having that control to do the things that you ultimately need to do and you know you need to do and not push them off. What are the areas of your life? And I know this, but I'm just going to make you share the story. Some of the stuff with like your son and your wife, what has been the biggest piece of enjoyment as a collective unit, as a family of you taking back control of your life? Like, how do they treat you? What, what does that feel like to just know that? Every day you get up, you get to live for them because you could share some of your experiences with your health, health as well, right? Like, let's just be honest, you've had a lot of health scares over your life, but now you get up every day and you don't take a day for granted. You're not sedating and hiding behind alcohol. You get up every day in what most would believe is full empowerment, full power and taking back, not just taking back territory, but creating new territory, right? Creating a new kingdom. What's it feel like to, to lead your family? And what are some of the things you notice from them, the way they look at you now versus five years ago? Obviously, Curtis, Curtis is a complete different, it's yeah. like, it's a boy to a man now, right? So like, yep. he, just watching him look at you differently, but with your wife and everything, like, what's it feel like to know you did this? Well, it's, it's a connection that I was always seeking. Right? And, it's, and it's when you actually finally step up and lead is when you can finally be connected to your family like you want to. And you've got to learn to lead yourself first before anybody else will follow in that sense of it and go that direction. And so our, you know, our connection, like the relationship that I have with my son is just, it's, it's crazy. I mean, to, to think where it never was terrible, obviously, cause he's only 14, but to know where I go, the conversations that I have today of, of, empowering him and changing him and trying to get his mind to go to a different direction instead of the victim mentality or all that kind of stuff, you know, and he knows the the story of me and where I was at, you know, he looks up to me in a different way than I, I think any other person would just because of the fact that I've been honest with him and open to him and, and that aspect of it. So it's cool. Like you say, I mean, he's, you know, he's 14 years old. He weighs 250. He's about six foot tall. I mean, he's as strong as an ox when it comes to that stuff. He loves, you know, sports. And so it's a, it's, it's fun to utilize that and to be present. And it's just like, gosh, to be present every day, you know, like drove him to, or drove him to school this morning. Um, you know, we go on the weekends, we have this thing, we go and have coffee together, um, you know, at our store and we sit for 45 minutes and whatever conversations exist happen. Um, you know, just that, that constant connection and being present in his life you know, of, of really trying to be a father first and then a friend second. And, and what does that mean? You know, every day it's kind of changes a little bit as far as, you know, that father aspect. And it's not always having to be the hard ass towards him. It's also being the, the loving, kinding guy, you know, that, that so many guys somewhat think, you know, you've got to be that just bam, 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 pressure and pressure. And, and really it's like, no, 
you got to allow him to make the choices and hopefully he will continue to make those choices. And then with my wife, I mean, for goodness sakes, I mean, she's had to put up with me now for 19 years, you know, and, and the ups and downs and all arounds. And, and like you said, with the health issues and the different scares that we have from time to time and different things that show up and, and she's just complete different rock star. I mean, she, she knows who she is now. She's proud of herself. She's proud of where she's going in life. Um, you know, she, she just, she powers through things like, like never before, because I don't think it's a matter of like, she just knows how I do it now too. And, and that, and the struggle that I had internally, now she went through her own basically comeback, you know, to, to pull herself out of her own little struggles that she was going on, not because I was requesting it because she wanted it. Like, you know, and so when you look at that aspect of it, of like how powerful that is, as far as our relationship and our connection, you know, now we're connected at a whole different level because we've dealt with our crap again. And we're not just pushing it upon and blaming this and stuff. You know, if I'm irritated with her for some reason, I look within and realize it's an irritation because I caused it, not because she did. You know, and, and, and that's a whole different mindset than I ever used to have. So, you know, thinking about being able to lead her in that direction and go that direction with her, you know, it just makes us be happier, even though we're crazy, stressful, chaotic at times and different things that are going on with our business and just with our personal lives and everything that happens, you know, but we can handle it and we can still hold each other's hand and love each other more, more deeper than we ever have before. You think you could have pulled that off the way you're pulling it off had you continued to drink? Oh, no. I mean, I, I think it's so ironic that I shut down the drinking before COVID, you know, because who knows, I, I, I probably wouldn't, I wouldn't be alive today. I don't think if that was the case, because I would, it, it was an open ended way to just sit at home and drink all day and supposedly work, you know, and I was already doing that enough <laughs> you know, before COVID before it was supposedly okay. So I can only imagine that, but just in that whole aspect with everything with her, you know, it's like, we wouldn't have the relationship today. I mean, we've already talked about that as far as like, we were just becoming friends, not husband and wife. So would you say you're actually growing apart? Were you actually growing apart? Like not going to get divorced, but like just kind of accepting the path of complacency and mediocrity. Absolutely. It was a hundred percent that way because that's, that was part of my internal battle. Like, why is this going on? know why why are we not connecting and that was that thing that i needed to have happen for myself was to get that connection back and so for some so i was just using the booze to numb it instead of dealing with it instead of recognizing what i needed to do so there's no doubt i mean we've talked about it before like we would have still hung out with curtis and done all that kind of stuff but probably more likely when he went off an 18 20 years old or whatever and goes to college or does whatever he does then then we probably would have separated and so to know that that's not even on the plate anymore, I mean, talk about a freedom, just a freedom in your, in your relationship to know that that never, I don't have to have that cross my mind. I don't have, you know, she can get mad at me. I can get mad at her in a sense. We can have a little tiff and stuff like that. And five minutes later, we're giving a kiss to each other and saying, okay, let's, let's get our crap together. Right. Isn't it amazing how one singular choice, which has nothing to do with alcohol yet, what we are back here and I'm a comeback essentially is an alcohol, the high performing men's group for alcohol recovery, right? Whichever way you want to slice it. But the truth is once you've taken that decision and you went directly into yourself and said, you know what? I'm going to be better. How every single thing of your life has been impacted through the framework of the comeback seven. 
which we're not going to explain to what that is on the on the outside. Those are for people if they want to join, they can look at it. But what does it mean to you to be a comeback? Boy, that one. Um, ah, man, that one's it's pretty deep um, for me, just because of the fact that you know I truly I've told you this before. Uh, I do not believe that I would still be alive today if if I hadn't found the comeback. Um, my health was not in good shape. Um, I was, you know, 320 pounds. I was, you know, my heart was was not doing as well as it needed to be doing. And yet here I was just consuming and killing myself that route. So, you know, when you put it into that perspective of the reality of where there's potential of where I could have been because of the choices that I was making compared to where it is today and where I'm headed, you know, I'm going, I'm working out. I'm down 60, 70 pounds from when I first started. You know, I've got other goals and targets and dreams to be able to even be further where I need to be. You know, all of that kind of stuff. When you bring, I guess, when to, to me, unfortunately, I don't mean to get morbid here, but when you bring death into it, the reality of death. I mean, when I was 20, 22 years or 24 years old, you know, I had an open heart pulmonary thromboendartectomy, they called it. You know, I was all this other kind of stuff like you could tell that so I, I had that piece of it back then you know of like wake up that of life and i went down the path of booze because i thought okay well i'm just going to go have fun you know well that's not the reality of what it is now today and so now it's about yeah i'm having fun at what i'm doing but i'm doing it in the way that i ultimately want and the continued connection so that if i did leave this earth into some aspect on the time that i didn't matter people would say man that you know what is the legacy when that happens and so that's what the comeback means to me is that my legacy of who I truly am and when I potentially will leave this earth, hopefully it's not for many, many years from now, but they will look back at a guy who, who, who went through some shit in his life, went through some things that he wasn't proud of in his life as either. And he was able to turn it around and not only turn it around for himself, but for his family. And he was able to help so many others in a sense as well. And, you know, that's why I'm so passionate about what I do on the backside here, even though I'm in the backside, just doing all the techie type of stuff. I know how important it is because I know and I do remember to some extent the pit that I used to be in. You know, I don't dwell on it anymore. And maybe that's when I say that as far as like, do I remember where I used to be? Yeah, I remember it, but I don't dwell on it. And I'm actually quite happy of where I was. Compare, you know, to be able to look at where I am now today. Talk about that just a little bit deeper because that's one of my philosophies. You, we go through like, <clears throat> when you're inside of the pit, you feel like a loser or you are alone and isolated and you're embarrassed, you're ashamed of the things you've done. We've all got snakes in our closet, right? And skeletons in our closet, whatever. But in the, in the moment of the, the deepest, darkest corners of your life in the soul, we feel just like garbage. And then as we make this shift and create a new identity and a new belief pattern, a new structure in our life, new operating system, get to a place where you can kind of look back at it and like, oh man, I'm, I have compassion from who I was. And then we shift gears again to where you become actually proud of who you were. And that's kind of where you are because you've been with me a while and a lot of the guys get to, that's what we do in like the Kings place, but like literally operating and looking at it from a place of like, damn. I'm proud of what I did and what I messed up and who I was because without that version of me, I'm not able to be who I am going to become. What does it feel like to know that, that you transferred that power? Like to, to be able to walk from a place where you were probably ashamed and embarrassed of going to bed every night, falling asleep, I would assume bad alcohol breath, 
eating poorly, Vicky didn't want to touch you, to now you get up every day and you are just living your life on purpose and on fire, proud of that version. How much certainty does that give you? Because that's what a lot of guys are missing. Like they, they, they're afraid to make the transition. They're just like, damn, I, I need to be stuck. AA says I'm, um, I should just follow on these 12 steps. Uh, Google says that once an alcoholic, always an alcoholic. Or they start finding these different things. But you yourself and the thousands of men you've witnessed and helped been part of, watch make this transition right here. All looked at, I'm like, damn, without it, I wouldn't be who I am. And all that, shed, all that skin that I've shedded has made me so much more powerful. And now I get to build from here. What's it feel like to operate from that place? Well, it's a confidence that I was always lacking, you know, even just being, you know, just, I wasn't proud. Like, you, you know, the story. I mean, I literally didn't tell my wife for four and a half months, the real reason why I quit drinking, you know, because I still, I was so weak at who I thought I was. I was so like, oh man, I, you know, I have this big problem and, and everything else. And, and I, I don't laugh at it today, but I just look at it completely different. Like, you know, alcohol is just alcohol. I mean, it's, it's not, I don't care if people drink around me nowadays. I don't care. I don't, I, none of that stuff. I could have a drink with you right now if we needed to for some reason, but we don't need to. And that's the big difference of where that, dis, that connection is. So having that confidence to know that I don't need it anymore. I mean, that's what I think the majority of guys and I felt too. That's why I needed control because I felt like I needed it. You know, how am I going to relate to people? You know, I'm an avid golfer. I love to play, even though I suck at it right at the moment, which drives me nuts. That's a whole different conversation. But it's like I thought I needed it to be a part of it. I needed that to be connected to these guys. Like if I'm going to go play poker, then supposedly I need to have a beer beside me. If I'm going to go golfing, I need to have shots on the fourth hole. You know, like all those things that you these stories that you have in your head of why alcohol needs to be in your life. Once I shedded that piece of it. Then it was like, okay, well, now what else am I doing, right? What what other stories am I telling myself that I need to have in my life where I really don't have to, you know? And it, it's it's like it just evolves to that part to where now you become this person, this man that you've always wanted to be. It's, it's, again, it's why I was driving and drinking myself the way I was. I mean, my friends and stuff that I tell to, or that I've told the story to now, they're just like, wow, I never knew it. You know, because you're in that shame, you're in that secret, you're in your own little cave. And so, you know, walking out there proudly, wearing the shirts, wearing the hats, doing the stuff that I do, saying the words that I say now with confidence behind it to where I can back it up. And not because I'm an egotistical prick, even though some may say that, but it's just because I'm just confident and proud of who I am now. I'm proud of that story of that pit, that junk that I was in. You know, I'm proud of my health issues and stuff that God has given me and all that kind of stuff. I've changed that mentality. Instead of it being just a negative beast that I fight against, I'm using it now. I'm using it as a tool to carry on with myself, to share the goals, to share my dreams, to share to other people that they can change too. You know, it's it's a different story. And it's one that, you know, if you're you're sitting in that shame and that guilt and that pit, you that's where you're going to sit. Unless you make the choice to change on that part. And can it be great? Absolutely, if you want it to. But it can still be crappy, too, if you want it to. So it's like, you know, just, just knowing that every day. Like, I can have a great relationship with my wife today, or I can have a crappy one. It's up to me. It's this up to a, how I react and how I choose. This is a, I love doing these comeback conversations because 
I've been building my own personal comeback for eight years. And you know, because you're part of this every day, I'm trying to make, I'm a comeback less about me and more about we. So I'm showcasing and spotlighting. It'll always be me that made the first decision. Comeback number one, case study number one, that I've built this movement to what it is today. But the power is within the strength and the numbers and the brothers who are united, right? So this is less about me and more about we. And that's why I really appreciate you getting on here and sharing that little bit of your journey. And you said you like on the backside, seeing people grow and helping people and being there for them. There's people who are going to watch this, Corey, that you're going to instill a belief into their mind that they can click that link, the very link that you and Kevin create, right? You're putting that out for these guys, but they sit on the fence. Like maybe you did, maybe you didn't, but we know it because we hear it waiting, uh, afraid to hit enter or afraid to double click or whatever that looks like. Give a message directly to that person. Like what, if you could tell them something after being at this thing going almost five years, the guy who's waiting, looking for reviews, questioning, is this the right path for him? What does he need to do right now today? So I think the first thing that he needs to do right now today is to understand that it's, that it's okay that you have this problem, you know, and by clicking a link and asking for help does not make you a weak person. It actually makes you more powerful than you ever can believe. I mean, when we take and to do like a sports analogy, Michael Jordan had a coach. Tiger Woods had a coach. They're the greatest guys that have ever played these type of things. Well, why do they need a coach? Why do you think so less of yourself or so great of yourself in some aspects that you don't need a coach to get through this, that you don't need some help to be able to be from someone else? But I think the main thing is to understand back here, we don't talk about that you're a victim of this. We don't talk about that piece of it. We talk about it that you made the choice to have a drink or to do whatever, all this kind of stuff. And those choices are made who you are today. So by continuing to keep, you're going to, nothing is going to change tomorrow if you don't click today. We all know that. I mean, even if you wait, you know, I mean, I was one of those guys where I said, well, I got 24 hour rule. I can't spend X amount of money before I do 24 hours. Well, what the hell do you think changed in 24 hours? Absolutely nothing. That's why I'm sitting here today. So why wait any longer in some aspects in the pit that you know that if you're here and you're watching this and you've listened to Mark for a while now or whatever, I mean, I, I, I still don't know how the hell you showed up on my deal, but you did. And I'm very thankful. Trust me, obviously. But at the same time, I'm like, if you're watching him for a while, what has changed since you started listening to what it is compared to what it, what you are today? And what do you think is going to change unless you do something about it? And so shifting that mindset to say, like, for, for me, I needed to pay for it to make sure that I did something. If you give it to me for free, like it's, it's, it's weak to me. That's weak. It's like, I, I didn't earn it, you know, and that's, that's what I needed. Like, man, I wanted to earn things. Like when I'm in my business, I'm doing, I'm doing stuff. You know, I invest in different people at a heartbeat. You know, it's like, here, here's 10 grand here. you know, help me market? what they do? They, they created 10 emails for me that I could have used chat GPT back then or whatever, if they had it right. It's like taking the action now is what you need to do. And you know, you need to do it because if you've been watching to begin with, you know, you're struggling with it. You know, you can't seem to get over it for some stupid reason. And it's frustrating the crap out of you and it's destroying the rest of your life. And if that's the way you want to live, then great. Don't click the link, but quit bitching about it and go live that life that you want to do. Otherwise, if you truly want to change and become the man that you ultimately know inside and know that you need to be, 
then click the stinking link, talk to who we are about it, get some truth behind you of what we can do for you. And just know that we, it, it's just the facts that you can change your life. It's you, You're not out there. And if you want alcohol in life, we have it. We know we have it. I mean, it's proven. I've seen multiple different guys that sit down and have a drink and can still go live their life and get back on the world. Some guys even take a day with their buddies. Well, why you'd want to wake up with a hangover anymore? I don't know. And But that's that's their choice, and that's fine. So that's that's where I go, man. It's just nothing is going to change regardless of if you do. Now, you can go to the AA world if you really want to, and, and I'm not beating them up. I know a lot of great people in that sense of it that really believe in that, and that's fine. But that was not for me. I was ashamed. I felt guilty. I didn't want anybody else to even know what was going on here. And that was 100% what the comeback gave to me on that piece, even though now I share it. Now I share it to everybody. I don't care. Well put, well said, and I appreciate it. Corey, I am beyond proud. I know I get to tell you this. We're friends, brothers, family friends. You're, my, my son makes your Christmas card every year, right? Like you're hanging out my house. But, but, more, but all of that, brother, like I'm just super grateful for you making the choice to do you, not for me but for you, because that's what this thing's all about. Every day we get up, we're striving to help just kind of change the world just a little bit. Maybe we'll get two or three guys today that enroll, right? There's not a massive number we do, but you were a man who made a choice and a decision, and I'll be forever grateful for the fact that you believed in me, but most importantly, believed in you. So thank you for your time today. Get your ass back to work. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Appreciate it.